It is very important that there are no threats to food security anywhere in the world. And Russia must clearly realize that anyone who increases the threat of famine, particularly in critical regions of Africa, is terrorizing the whole world with hunger, not just someone individually. They're suspending all planned strikes immediately. Teachers will return to the classroom. Disruption to our children's education will end. We take that as a compliment, really, that the Prime Minister wanted to announce the uh, deal with us. Um, I think that's a testimony to the strength of the National Education Union. The BBC's headquarters seemed more like a bunker today, not just one of its top presenters under fire, but the corporation itself. Welcome, my fellow sleuths and truth seekers, to the closing of a week that felt like Cluedo on steroids. It's time to delve deep into the tangled web of events that had us all playing Seek the Presenter Detectives. Grab your magnifying glass and strap in because this roller coaster ride ain't for the faint-hearted. From Russian Black Sea grain deals as twisted as a pretzel, to the perplexing plight of a public sector workers finally getting a well-deserved pay rise, this week had more plot twists than an Agatha Christie novel. It's still a game of intrigue, my friends, and we're here to crack the case. So fasten your seatbelts and get ready for a wild, mind-bending hour of clues, conspiracies, and cunning revelations. Oh, sorry. That's a completely different show. Succession has finished, hasn't it? Welcome, it's Trevor Blackman here. This is Maritime Radio's award-winning community talk show that shines light on and gives voice to London's diverse community in action. It's a show that plays the tracks, all of them from my collection, and provides the headline news well that you might have missed. In this week you might have, including the UN called for probe after 87 bodies discovered in a mass grave in Sudan's Defour, Amutala Shakur, the black liberation activist, has died seven months after release from 37 years in prison. Plus, over the next two hours, we have a sonic revolution and an eye-opening expose. As a UK reggae legend spills the secrets of his career, a 15-year-old artist takes us on a mesmerising musical journey, and we uncover the shocking truth behind Congo's Kolba industry, where human rights and environmental devastation, well, they intertwine. This is Trevor Blackman now. So let's get to it. Real people, inspiring stories, living legends, award-winning talk show. Trevor Blackman now. My, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them, and I will do it by whatever means necessary. Don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. Now, it'll take a while I change the pace to complete the beat 
I drop the bass to MCs, get weak For every road they trace, it's a scar they keep Cause when I speak, they freak to sweat the technique I made my debut in 86 With a melody and a president's mix And now I stay on target and refuse to miss And I still make hits for beats For these clubs and for cars and jeeps My underground sound vibrates the streets MCs wanna beef and I play for keeps When they sweat the technique Don't sweat the technique Know how many bombs have I ripped and wrecked? But researchers never found all the pieces yet. Scientists try to solve the context. Philosophers are wondering what's next. Pieces took the lab to observe them. They couldn't absorb them. They didn't serve them. My ideas are only for the audience ears. My opponents, it might take years. Pencils, pens, and scores. Letters put together from a key to cause. I'm also a sculpture. Born with structure. Because of my culture, I'm a perfect instructor. Style that'll be full of technology complete. Sights and new heights after I get deep. You don't have to speak, just see. And peep the technique. But don't sweat the technique. Get deep in the beat, think complete. Both with the team, never weak or obsolete. They never grow old. Techniques become antiques. Better than something brand new, cause it's original. In the wild, style I have much more value. Classical, too intelligent to be radical. Masterful, never irrelevant, mathematical. Here's some souvenirs souvenir for all the years. And for the sort of thoughts and ideas. It's cool when you freak to the beat. But don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. Eric B and Rakim don't sweat the technique now that's how you kick off the show Sally you said I eased you in last week well I didn't ease you in this week did I honestly top of the day to you Uh, it's Trevor Blackman here hope you're well on this Sunday afternoon it is good to be back here at Maritime Radio and of course getliveradio.com for the first hour of the show as always if you head on to Maritime Radio's website maritimeradio.co.uk and you listen again you can hear the whole two hours but for now you've got the first hour how has your week been what a week Wimbledon yay Uh, but what a week 
What a week. I'm going to say no more for now. Got lots to tell you, but I'll do it during the show. So, hey, coming up on today's show. This is very important for people to understand. From that point forward, there is no way to disaggregate which cobalt was pulled out of the ground by an excavator and which cobalt was pulled out of the ground by hands of, the, of a child. And any company that claims otherwise is either recklessly ignorant of the truth on the ground or they're dealing in falsehood. Prepare to be shocked as international expert on modern day slavery and author of Colbert Red, How the Blood of the Congo Powers Our Life, Siba Karara exposes the dark side of Colbert production in a jaw-dropping Democracy Now! interview. And even though that is that fear, like, oh my God, I have to keep going, keep writing. There is still that kind of satisfaction that not only are you making yourself proud, but you're making your whole team proud. Everyone's there to celebrate with you. So I think the recognition is more satisfactory than scary, but you know, who knows okay. in the future. In this hour, 15-year-old singer-songwriter Sophia Giliani takes us on a heartwarming journey, unveiling her musical odyssey and the memorizing LED her latest track. But first... Time now to speak to a living legend of the UK reggae and dancehall scene. So excited. With a career that spans decades, he's brought us countless hits from Hello Darling and, well, Complain Neighbour, both unforgettable tunes that have resonated with hearts and minds worldwide. Um, we're here to talk about his latest track, Flatfoot Hustle, from his new album, I'm an African. So last week, from his home, I spoke to the lyrical genius and musical pioneer, Tipper. Irie. Take a listen to our conversation. I'm okay, my brother. All is well. All is well. Just taking it easy today. I just had a swim. Yeah, nice. I had a steam and a sauna, so I'm feeling good. You're blessed, my brother. You're blessed. That's the way to start. Look, we've got a lot to talk about. Well, we've got a lot to talk about, and of course, we're going to listen to the latest track. But I've really got to find out where the spirit touched you in relation to reggae music, when you knew this is it, this is where I need to be. This is this is my calling, this is my blessings to the world. When did it all start for you? Well, it started with my dad, really, you know. My dad was a sound man. He brought his music with him from Jamaica. Mm. And one of his favorite artists was you, Roy, you know. So he used to play you, Roy, and Big Ute, and Dennis Alcapon, and Trinity, and all these great DJs from Jamaica, I-Roy as well. And um, yeah, and I just fell in love with that side of it. Obviously, I love Gregory Isaac, Dennis Brown, you know, and of course, Bob Bob Marley and that. But I fell in love with more the MC DJs side of things Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so my dad used to play wake the town and tell the people from uroy and i just started to basically imitate uroy Mm -hmm. and then you know after a while you imitate somebody but then you kind of develop your own style and your own identity and that kind of you know that's kind of what happened with me and when i was about i was 15 17 
I thought, you know what? This is what I want to do. I want to try to be an MC. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a master of ceremony. I want to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. And when I left school, I did, I was a laborer. Mm-hmm. I used to mix cement and stuff for a plasterer. And so waking up at eight o'clock in the morning and going outside in the freezing cold to yeah. mix cement, it wasn't something that I, I kind of wanted to do. It so wasn't I your really calling. It, it wasn't no, your calling. <laughs> so I thought to myself, you know what? I want to do music. Amen. This is, you know, yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this music thing a try because people started to tell me that, you know what? You sound good. But, you but, need to but, start making tunes. But Tipper, stuff. at the time, and are we talking what, 70s, 80s here? How realistic was that for you as a black British Boy. No, you didn't really, I didn't really think about it. You just, it was the love for the music. You know, mm. my dad, my dad had a shubin, you know. So on Fridays and Saturdays, he would, he would be keeping like the blues party. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in that environment, you know, because my dad had a shop and in the basement of the shop, we had, we lived on top of the shop. And then on the ground floor was the shop. And then in the in the basement, that my dad had two rooms. Mm-hmm. And he turned those rooms into a blues, into a blues dance. So yeah. one room, you would have the preamp and and tables and cards and dominoes mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And then in the other room would be the speaker box where people would go and dance. And we would sell food, we would sell drink mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, my dad was a greengrocer as well. Mm-hmm. So so that environment, I always kind of I grew up in it from as a little boy. And then the, the same two rooms, one of the rooms my dad would rent to band in the week. Ah. So I'd have live bands coming in like the real thing and and bands like that used to rehearse in my dad's basement nice so you know you were surrounded by it you were surrounded yes surrounded by the music you know i'm saying and surrounded so i used to sit there and watch the bands and watch you know, they used to sing "You to Me Are Everything," mm. the sweetest song that I can sing. Oh, baby, that huge tune. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I used to sit there and watch them guys. So I just learned from them, and then obviously, at the weekends, the sound system, the blues dance vibe would kick into play. Mm-hmm. So I just used to just practice on the mic, go on. mess about on the mic, and then I started to go. To other sounds like Sir Lloyd mm-hmm. and sounds like Nasty Rockers, all of the local Brixton sounds. And then there was a sound called Mikey Dread. Yes. You know? Yes. Which was, um, he was the brother, God rest his soul, he died about three years ago now. Amen. But um, his brother, his brother was Cecil Rennie from King Tubbies. Ah. So, yeah. So from Mikey Dread sound, I went on to King Tubby's sound who was based in Brixton, in Cowley, in Brixton. Mm-hmm. And he is the original, he, he's the cousin of the original King Tubbies in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? So I left from my Mikey Dread, well, not left, he mm-hmm. just brought mm-hmm. me to his brother and said that this guy's got talent. You need to listen to him and you need to have him on the sound. 
So from Tubby's, it went from King Tubby's to talent competition mm-hmm. and then to, and then to Saxon Sound. And then that's where it really took off. And I can't wait. I, mean, I want to talk a bit about that. And, you know, car- carnivals round the corner. But here's the thing that now I, I get the connection. And even though there's that kind of commercial with you and your music, and I this is my thing, it's you tell me if I'm wrong. But there is a sense of addressing social. There is a, gen- a sense yeah. of us addressing that political issue. When we listen to Hello, Hello Darling, Complain Neighbour, there is that thing. And I'm thinking, is that that fire from the, when we talk about roots and culture and the old heads? Is that where it comes from? That 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 sense yeah. of I must stay true and I must talk of. Yeah, because even though those tunes are kind of like trying to relate to black and white people, mm. Chinese, Indian, whoever, because complete neighbor is just an experience of us yes. as black people living in the UK and then playing our music because that's what we love. Mm. And then somebody living next door and complaining, complaining. because, yeah. you know, once a week or twice a week, you might have, at the weekend, you might have the music up mm. loud. So mm. it's just an experience of what's happened and then also there's you know there's a lot of you know racial tension mm-hmm. at the time also so you kind of you know experienced that growing up in london at the time mm-hmm. and then you know songs like hello darling is just tongue and cheek and happy and a sense of you know trying to put the negativity out of our minds and mm. you know and try to make music that is happy that is easy to sing along to and that is polite mm-hmm. but then obviously we used to write lyrics about whatever we were experiencing in growing up in Brixton and growing up in the you know in the in that in that in that in in that neighborhood mm-hmm. you know we used to talk we just used to write about things that we, we used to see experiences mm-hmm. but whether and things that were on tv because it you know there wasn't a lot of channels then it was only mm-hmm. you know a couple of channels and so i've got lyrics about the brixton riots i've got lyrics about rupert the bear mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. that's what we that's you know that's who you know that was one of the shows that was on tv but you know obviously when you you just have to tell the truth mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and as a writer you know, and as a songwriter, you know, you write about things, what you see, what you experience, what you go through. And so a lot of the songs, then, you know, we have to talk about the truth and the right and the right from wrong, because a lot of the stuff that was happening mm-hmm. was wrong. And it's still wrong now. It's even more crazy now. It's going, it's going to another extreme. Well, this is it. This is it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know. What's happening. That's why I wrote. Hustle. Yeah, well, this is it. This is what brings me into it. And I and I wanted to talk about particularly the the title of the album, I'm an African, and then let's get into that. Yeah. Because when we think of, okay, we're in a celebration or reflection, Winworth 75, we're post-Floyd, yeah. Black Lives Matters 2020, and we're saying and on your album, I'm an African. So I want to say, okay, firstly, why that? Then let's talk at the flat, flat foot hustle. Because all of that, when I listen to things, I think, okay, I think I know where Tipper's going here, but let me hear it from him. Basically, you know, you know, even Peter Tosh would say, you know, from your black man, you're an African, Amen. you know. So growing up, it does, the fact that my parents are from Jamaica and I grew up in London, it doesn't matter where you're from. You know, my ancestors 
African. So that makes me African. Yeah, but Tipper, you know this to be true. You know this to be true in the 70s and the 80s, particularly in London or even like I'm from Leicester, Caribbean roots and culture. You weren't saying you were African. You're saying you were Caribbean. Now we're saying we're African, even though we know Peter Tosh and all of them. Bob was saying, yes, remember your roots. Zion, Lion, you know, we know that. But that wasn't acceptable to say it like as we're saying it now. For certain people, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. for certain Caribbean people, it's just like, you know, being black American. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if you probably say to a black American, you know, if they don't know themselves, hey. then, you know, you know, then they're going to say, I'm not from Africa, I'm yes. from Chicago or I'm yes. from whatever. Yes. So if you, you know, when you're, you know, young or naive or not, you don't know because you you you've not educated yourself or you've not done your research or you've not looked into yourself Amen. then you will you will you know people will say certain things but as you get older you read mm-hmm. you, you learn mm-hmm. you educate yourself then you know yourself you Amen. know what i'm saying and Amen. so for me you know i know where I, I am and i know what i am and i know it, it's just like being Black British, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I was born in England, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up in England, but my music is not played on certain, you know, legal stations mm-hmm. in England, even though it's good music and it's and it's commercial music and it's pop music, it's reggae music, it's roots music, it's good music, it's music that's not offensive, it's just music that speaks the truth or speaks reality is not accepted. Mm. And when I go to Jamaica, you know, I could go to Jamaica and because I was born in England, I'm not accepted by the Jamaican yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, where where do we sit? Because we, we, we're black and we're born in England, you know, and we're not accepted by our people here. And then when I go to Jamaica, I'm not, I'm still a foreigner. Mm, you know, mm. when I go to Jamaica, because I wrote a tune for Jamaican independence. And when I was out there in, you know, I'm, I had a meeting with King Jammies and I played him the song and he loved the tune. And he actually ended up mixing this tune called I Love Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And he brought it to the the head of, of um, the the tourist board in Jamaica mm-hmm. and they loved the tune and said it was great, but they can't use it because I wasn't born in, oh. in, Jamaica. in Jamaica. But you're Jamaican heritage. But they, uh, right. But then if it's now Ryan Sterling mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. somebody like that. They'll accept know? it. Yeah. It's about your level of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So it's double standards. And, and, mm-hmm. and so sometimes if you understand what I mean, I do. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. Really. It's like it's it's not it's not right. So this is what I'm saying. So but for me, you know, back in the day, like I said, if you don't know, yeah. you don't know. It's, but it's, now that you've grown and no, you know, yeah, you have to know yourself. You to speak up yeah, know yourself and speak about what's what the reality is. And cool. the reality is I'm a black man. That means I'm African. Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. Talk to me. Flat foot hustle. Time's come, uh, running out, but I want to just quickly, what gave birth to the song before we introduce it? Yeah, flat foot hustle is, um, was the prime minister. 
Um, Rishi Sunak at the time, I think he was um, Chancellor. Chancellor. Yeah. So he was saying like people like me would have to retrain mm. and learn a different um, a different profession. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I was telling him, "Look, mate, sorry, I've been doing this for forty years. <laughs> this is what I do. This is how I survived." So I'm not going to now all of a sudden become a chef, Amen. you know, or do something else, you know, because this is what I've done all my life. I love doing what I do. I'm happy doing what I do. I make a decent living doing what I do. So because you guys have decided to start whatever agenda it is you want to start, now all of a sudden I need to retrain and do something else. So that's what basically inspired me to write the tune. You know what I mean? I know how to flat foot hustle. And basically, I know how to make money. Yeah. I know how to, to do adjust myself mm-hmm. to make money within my craft and within my profession. Amen to that, brother. Look, Tipper Ira, you've got to come back on the show. We need to get you in and do you an unplugged. Um, tell people how they can connect with you. Seriously, how can they connect? Yeah, well, on the 20th, 3rd of August, mm-hmm. brand new autobiography coming out. So we can do an interview about that when the book comes out. Brilliant. And they can link me up at tipperirie.com mm-hmm. is the best place to find me. If they go to the website, tipperirie.com, all of my social media stuff is at the website. They can go find links that will take them to my Facebook, my Instagram, my TikTok. Uh, and Twitter and all of these things. All right. So Bless the best you. place to find me is tipperirie.com. We got that. It's noted. I'm going to send that across our socials as well. But for now, Tipper, thank you for coming on the show. But please introduce the track for us and stay blessed, my brother. Stay blessed. No, this is Tipper Irie, the original Ragam of this. Yeah, you don't know. This is my latest single. It's called Flat Foot Hustle, taken from my latest album. I am an African. It's a serious time right now for mankind. The one we reinvent ourselves. I will make end up on the shelf and we sing again. Because the way things are born, it's a life, it's not funny. It's not funny. And when you have to versatile if you want to make money. Because them lock off with dance and them lock off with show them. Well, you know, say we know them, AI, because we know how to flat foot hustle, and we know how to mix and shuffle, and we know how to make things turn, because you know a little food of it. I will sing again, we know how to flat foot hustle, and we know how to mix and shuffle, and we know how to make things turn, because you know a little food of it. Family, well, that's the aim. Me now get up every day and complain. And me now look for no one to blame. Me want oxygen in my brain. Me want blood flow through my vein. Well, no for them I search for fortune and fame. But me family, me want maintain. And me say, come in off the flat foot hustle. And me off the mix and shuffle. And me off the make things turn. And we not all fit flat foot hustle. And we not all fit mix and 
shuffle And we not often make things turn Because we know little food of the earth Then when we start we career from scratch We have to wonder what is up in that Then when we retrain and go start from new well, who the hell you think you're talking to? Cause after we the in and the business so long Well, you know we have the old and strong Well, you know see that we have foundation So few we people we have to carry on Because reggae make the DJ eat up Because that put the shoes from my feet up Me not let go me sweet reggae beat up So Babylonian you have a bloody cheek up Cause reggae music you know that I'm me light up so Babylonian come out of me sight um, Because you rank up fancy and bright um, Well and me now nah go put on my mind Can we get music make me feel alright And it is what it is right now And so we got to survive somehow Because we not all for flat food hustle And we not all to mix and shuffle And we not all to make things turn because you know little food of the earth And we sing and say we know how to flat food hustle And we know how to mix and shuffle And we know how to make things turn Because you know little food of the earth Well and we sing again Because the way things are going You say life is not funny Not funny Because you have to versatile if you want to make money Love it. Tipper Irie, absolute legend. Thank you, sir, for coming on the show. Do not worry. When his autobiography is published, and I think it's he, he said on the 23rd of August, we will get him back on the show. And I've posted all of his details across our socials. Stay ahead, though, as 15-year-old singer-songwriter Sophia Giliani takes us on a heartwarming journey, unveiling her musical odyssey and the memorising LED. That's her latest song next follow trevor now on instagram at official tbn show